ESPN LA 710. Hey, Travis Rogers here. When you're not listening to me on the Lakers pre and post game shows, tune in to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, where she goes beyond the play and focuses on athletes, fans, and the biggest events that inspire and shape our community. Listen to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, Sundays, 5 to 6 a.m. ESPN LA 710. Hey, I'm Laferne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me this Memorial Day weekend. I want to honor those who have sacrificed their lives for our country. We thank those who protect our freedom. And New Vision is proud to support our military this Memorial Day by honoring the men and women of the military who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and given their lives to protect our country and secure the freedoms that we sometimes take for granted. New Vision will be giving away a free tank of gas to active military and veterans, reservists, and those who have served as a symbol of their gratitude. The gas giveaway will be held on May 28th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the mobile station at the corner of Beach Boulevard and Edinger Avenue in Huntington Beach. In addition, this Memorial Day, New Vision is partnering with Veterans Outreach OC to sponsor a motorcycle ride to honor those who have made the ultimate sacrifice and gave their lives to protect our country. The ride will begin at New Vision headquarters parking lot at 8 a.m. And you'll ride throughout Orange County, stopping at Cook's Corner in Lake Forest, Hell's Kitchen at Lake Elsinore, Swallows Inn in San Capistrano. And then the ride will conclude back at New Vision where they will host a short ceremony and barbecue for the ride participants. You can sign up to participate for the motorcycle ride on the website newvisionfederal.com. It's newvisionfederal.com. That's N-U-VisionFederal.com. ESPN LA 710. We have with us today the great Attila Morgan from New Vision Federal Credit Union. She's manager of community engagement and PR and also retired United States Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel Kenneth Graham. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Thank you, Laverne. Now, Atella, you were on about a month ago talking about this great essay contest that you were providing scholarships to students to get into college. How did that go for you? It was absolutely amazing. The young man that won the scholarship, he won $5,000 from Shure High School in Montebello, California. And um, he will be attending the University of California at Santa Barbara in the fall. And he, the feedback that he shared with us uh, as a result of winning the scholarship was, was simply uh, heartwarming and very, uh, it just speaks to the, the purpose and point of the program. Uh, he shared that he was very concerned about how he was going to pay for college and how the scholarship that he won will, will help him, and just how participating in the program taught him about the importance of saving his money and helped him to finalize his choice to go to college and pursue a business degree. And you had a lot of uh, students participating, and you did a lot of outreach. Can you tell us about that? Well, it was, it was we, had, we had nine schools, and we had 70 essays that were uh, participating and actually made it to the voting stage of the program. And the um, 
essays were very, very enlightening. The, uh, the students are hungry for this knowledge. They want to learn about money and how to uh, make better decisions with it. Many of the essays, the, story, the students shared stories about how they witnessed struggling with finances in their homes and how they want to be different. They want to make a, their lives financially more sound and more fit and um, be able to uh, contribute to their their household and in the success of their families. Um, we had uh, many parents that participated as well that shared how the information they learned at the workshops was information that they wished they knew when they were in high school. So the, the program is very um, inspiring. It, it helps to um, encourage the students and help them to believe that they can do anything they put their hearts and their minds to. The business partners that we commute, that we partner with on this program have been phenomenal at coming out, sharing their real-life testimonies. Um, as you remember, referring, we had former NFL players that come out with us, as well as attorneys, directors, engineers, um, other professionals that came out and, and shared. And the, the program was, was very well received in the community, and, and we're, we're hoping to reach more kids and to get into more high schools um, for next year's program. Yes, and uh, Lieutenant Colonel Graham, you served all over the world. Can you tell us a little bit about you and, and how that connection is is reached? Well, thank you for having me on the program today, and I thank uh, the New Vision Credit Union for their recognition on this uh, special occasion. Uh, as you know, Memorial Day was once called Decoration Day that came about at the end of the American uh, Civil War, and we have honored our fallen men and women uh, since that time on this day. Um, I uh, should emphasize that I am a retired Lieutenant Colonel United States Marine Corps. I, I did serve extensively around the world in numerous uh, combat roles, including the Operation Storm. And I'm just honored uh, to, again, to, to be a part of the program and be a part of this uh, forum that New Vision has provided. Um, I was a combat fighter pilot uh, in the Marines uh, for 21 years. Wow. And uh, I did get the opportunity to serve extensively around the world. And uh, I do this for those brave men and women who served me honorably and those that unfortunately did not return uh, back to their families. Yes. And this is a, a something that's dear to my heart. I'm also a military family, I guess you can say. We, uh, my father, my grandfather was a Buffalo soldier, and my, oh, my father went to Vietnam, and a couple other uncles. They were also in in service as well. So thank you so much for your service and bringing us this great event that veterans and military can attend. Attila, can you tell us about the two events on Memorial Day for veterans? I sure can. Um, we actually have three great events that will be taking place on Memorial Day. The first event will be our gas giveaway and um, at on the corner of Beach and Edinger at Beach Mobile, we will be giving away free gas from the time period of 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Um, we invite active military and veterans to come and get their gas tanks filled up for free. Wow. We, um, this is actually our third time doing a gas giveaway, and um, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, the veterans that come are really appreciated. They... Uh, some of them, especially that 
uh, fought in the Vietnam War say that they don't really didn't have an opportunity to receive thanks or any type of appreciation. Um, so that will be the first event. Uh, the second event we're hosting um, on our motorcycle ride. And that's our way of raising funds for Veterans Outreach OC. We're inviting the riders to come and make a donation for up to $25 that New Vision will match. Our goal is to raise $10,000 for Veterans Outreach OC. And uh, Veterans Outreach OC is a nonprofit group that provides housing and other services to veterans in need. And um, our last event will be a barbecue celebration for lunch. So in addition to the, the riders coming back to joining us for lunch, we're inviting, again, veterans and active military and their families to come and join us for a barbecue lunch where we will have live music, we'll have great prizes, and other entertainment. That's awesome. I would also like to, to, to add there, Atala, this also applies to our re, uh, reserve uh, military personnel as well. Uh, DD-214s, ID cards, anyone can show proof of active or retired services. And you guys have been doing this for a little while now. Can you talk about previous uh, memorial honor rides that you guys have done or participated in, Colonel? Oh. Well, Attila is probably best uh, qualified to talk about that because uh, I am just honored that for the attention that New Vision and the the vision that New Vision Credit Union has shown in this matter, including Attila and the executive and management staff, yeah. of uh, New Vision. They have been truly at the tip of the spear of uh, these type giveaways and honoring and it, the unselfish uh, act on the part of New Vision. I just hope that there would be more uh, organizations that would take such a lead that New Vision has shown. But I think Attila would probably be best to talk about uh, the things they have done. I can also attest to the fact and having been a part of the annual uh, Toys for Top Christmas Drive oh, program. Yeah that New Vision Credit Union has been one of our great givers uh, in this uh, this contribution to toys that put smiles on the face of uh, young children on Christmas morning. And Attila has just gone the extra mile to help make this type of event possible. But Attila, maybe you can probably best talk about some other events that you've done. Oh, of course, of course. Well, you know, I, I'm very fortunate to be a part of a company such as New Vision that is truly committed to giving back to the communities that we serve. We have deep roots in our military communities, and many of our New Vision members are active military and veterans. So it just makes sense for us to, in addition to working alongside with our members and communities to help um, our military um, in helping them build the lives that they want. Uh, we This will be our third gas giveaway. Our first one was a year ago on Memorial Day. And... Um, um, that gas giveaway, we were able to pump gas into 220 cars. And uh, Veterans Day, we did our second gas giveaway with a breakfast. And at that uh, program, we pumped gas into 356 cars. And we were able to serve a hot breakfast to over 300 uh, veterans, active military, and their families. Um, another organization that we're, we support is the California Paralyzed Veterans Association out of the Long Beach VA Hospital. We've supported them for years um, by making donations and also co-sponsoring events that they have. Uh, the most recent one being last month they did a their annual Adaptive Sports Day where we were able to sponsor and help them to provide 
um, lunch as well as T-shirts for the participants of that program. Lieutenant Colonel Graham, can you talk about why this is so important for our veterans and for our our military and retired veterans? Sure. And and I should say at this point that this is not a publicity stunt. It's not an endorsement per se for any particular organization. I am just honored uh, for the time and for the attention and the help that organizations like New Vision is showing to our men and women, uh, not only that have served, currently served, or have sacrificed their life uh, in combat for the freedom we enjoy. I often tell my students that freedom is not free, that someone uh, must or have paid a price for it. And the issues that this help brings to the forefront and what I would like to address uh, uh, the problem of homelessness, uh, education, health care, and employment. These are areas that are extremely lacking uh, among our veterans uh, that that have sacrificed their lives. And I I think events like this is so important, and we urge uh, more organizations to get involved. It's, It's important to the men, and I emphasize women, who often are often neglected as our veterans and who, too, have paid a dear price for the cause of freedom of this country, that we owe them a tremendous, a tremendous debt of gratitude uh, to those who have sacrificed uh, their lives and those that uh, wasn't quite as fortunate for the mm-hmm. occasions which we celebrate Memorial Day, that uh, we owe them a debt of gratitude. And I am just so proud to see organizations and the management and executive staff such as New Vision Credit Union that use this occasion to accentuate those uh, sacrifices that were made. Yes, absolutely. And Atella, can you can you speak to that? Why do you think it's so important to engage with our community in in this way? Well, you know, we can't never take our the freedoms that we have for granted. You know, we have our freedoms and our liberties for a reason, and it's because of our armed uh, services. You know, we, you and I, I wouldn't be able to talk to you today if we didn't have people that have gone before um, in their past as well as what they're doing for us today. Right. Um, There are many countries that don't have so many of the freedoms that we have, and and it's all because of of our, our, our services, our armed forces. Um, I am just, um, I, my grandfather served in the Air Force. He was a, um, a, a general in the Air Force. And um, so my mother raised up, she was raised a, an, um, a military brat. Uh, but out in addition to that, there's so many people that who have sacrificed, and it's not even just their, the, the actual person that's enrolled and, and serving, it's their families. They also sacrifice, which is one of the reasons why New Vision likes to have something that we can offer to families as well where they can come out and enjoy. You know, for Veterans Day, we did the breakfast. Uh, Memorial Day, we're doing the barbecue. Um, they sacrifice just as much as, as their um, loved one who's actually enrolled and, and out there on, on the forefront. Absolutely. Um, it's something that we can't take for granted. And as the colonel said, uh, you know, it, it's good for us to do these types of events where we're giving back and showing that we care, it raises awareness to the need that our veterans have. And um, I, 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 again, I am very, very appreciative that I, to be a part of an organization such as New Vision that, that recognizes 
that um, need that we have, and they are truly committed to um, showing appreciation for the sacrifices that have been made and are continuing to be made on our behalf and, and give us a great opportunity to say thank you. Absolutely. is important. Yeah. And if I could just jump on the end of there, uh, and like I said, this is not a publicity stunt. It is a genuine from the heart. And, you know, it, it just brings small tears to my eyes as I walk along that line of uh, veterans that are in line to get gas and see tears in their eyes and just thanking us or New Vision for this effort that no one ever gave them anything. Uh, many of our Vietnam veterans who returned mm-hmm. from war were spat upon, and many of them never really felt that our government really showed that debt of gratitude for those who made that supreme sacrifice. And again, I want to thank New Vision, uh, Major General uh, Peter Gravett, who's now retired, um, Bella Anderson, wherever you are, Bella, you know, she has... Uh, given so much of herself, um, Rebecca from the uh, Steel Beach Naval Cadet Program. All of these individuals, the list is just too long to to reach out and thank people who have uh, unselfishly given their personal time and effort to make this possible. But if I can just say, and I hope we get a few moments to talk about it, some of the issues, and all today, uh, Memorial Day is a day to commemorate those who have given that last full measure of devotion, their lives on the battlefield for the cause of freedom, we have to face the reality that we're dealing with a very serious issue on the home front with our veterans, mm-hmm. to which they commemorate, is the problem, the growing problem of homelessness. Right. And until we address that issue, you know, you know, full force, we're not going to be able to fully deal with other issues such as education, health care, and employment of issues that really need uh, to be addressed with the problems of our veterans. What do you think our local government is doing to help the homeless veterans here in Los Angeles? Well, that's interesting you raise that because many of the mayors of the local cities of Los Angeles, Maricazetti and uh, Maricazetti over in Long Beach, have uh, made it one of their uh, primary campaign issues to address homelessness of veterans. And they have done a lot. But I should add, you know, it is estimated that there are over 50,000 homeless vets nationwide. And, of course, that's been a significant drop over the last eight years uh, from 75,000. But uh, statistics show there's approximately 50,000 homeless veterans nationwide. And according to Frontline uh, ABC, Many of these uh, individuals are homeless for various reasons. Many of them are homeless because of uh, psychological injuries sustained in war. Um, And when we say homeless, not all homeless veterans are sleeping on the streets. Many of them are sleeping in their cars. They're with relatives living in the back door, shed, a garage with a relative. And often this is cause of uh, hidden illnesses such as post-traumatic combat stress and injuries that have they have endured in war. And I would also later like to address the issue of the crime and punishment because of the 58 counties in California, two-thirds have established what they call a combat veterans court. And this doesn't mean that individuals who have committed criminal transgressions against society should be allowed to go free because they are veterans, but we do owe some debt of gratitude to show some sense of clemency or leniency to those who have been trained, uh, and I'm going to put it quite bluntly, to kill. And when they are discharged from the military and put back in the civilian world, often many of them are not given 
the type of uh, help and aid that they need to readjust back to civilian life. So this is going to take more than an effort from government, local, state, and city governments and federal governments. It's going to take an effort from organizations like New Vision Credit Union to outreach to our veterans and our men and women and particularly the minorities. We find, and I thank Major General Peter Gravitt for when he was Secretary of Veterans Affairs, that he held special forms to women, blacks, minorities, Hispanics, and those who were recruited from the less fortunate ranks of society. They tend to be the forgotten ones out there. Mm-hmm. But if I can just sum up that until we address the problem of homelessness of about 50,000 veterans, we're not going to be able to address other crucial issues that are impacting our veterans, such as education, mm-hmm. health care, and employment. Until they're given a home, we're not going to be able to address those other crucial issues. Yes. Um, going back to what you're saying about veterans court. There was uh, a couple veterans that came on a couple years ago, and they were talking about how their friend was on the 405. He he just came back. He had PTSD, and while he was driving on the 405, he thought he was back in the war zone, and he got you know really aggressive on the 405, and uh, the cops had come in, and he literally just was like he wasn't here in L.A. anymore. But he got arrested and he was charged um, and they were like, well, you guys have to see that he he wasn't even here. It was because he has PTSD. And I heard a, a couple um, a couple weeks ago also that they were talking about that, how to treat our veterans with PTSD when, you know, they come back. And it's like it's so it affects the whole family. And you could end up in jail. It does. And it is a serious, for those who are not aware of what PTSD is, post-traumatic combat stress, used to be called shell shock uh, in earlier combat. But many of the cities, like I say, the 58 uh, counties in California, have some form of veterans, uh, what we call combat veterans court. Uh, and this is, like I said, not to exonerate anyone who's committed a hard you know, crime, but the the key here in these combat veterans courts are designed to defer veterans to a special form. It's it's not a special court per se, but rather it's a subdivision within a court to which judges uh, hear concerns of individuals. And here are the criteria for the combat veterans court uh, is that the individual first must admit the criminal transgression. They must have served in an active combat zone. And this is not to diminish those who did not go into the deeps of combat, the depths of combat, but rather it looks at individuals that have served in an active combat role. Uh, This person must have a connected service, connected disability associated with that combat role. And they must be willing to accept uh, the reform offered by the courts to correct it. And often the courts are willing to expunge or grant some form of clemency to the transgression to which an individual is accused. We have a a moral, we have an ethical obligation to to help these combat veterans as myself, who has gone off and paid a a great sacrifice, many of the last full measure of devotion for the country. We have a moral and ethical obligation to realize that we have a duty to help these individuals out and get them back 
uh, into a productive role in society. And, and that's what these courts are designed to do. Now, do you, I hear like a, a connection. So if you go into combat, come back with PTSD, you need mental health, you also need a job, you also need housing, but some people with PTSD can't get housing or may choose to live out on the street or they don't have that support to know, well, here are transferable skills so I can get another job in a different area. Is it all connected or do you see it as separate entities of how we can help our veterans? Well, it's truly not separate. Nothing is independent of separate. As I've indicated, uh, Major General Gravitt kind of came up with this acronym, he, he, H-E-H-E, that until we take care of the first H, which is homelessness, it's kind of like the old Maslow hierarchy, until we address the issue of homeless, of our 50,000 homeless vets nationwide, who are suffering from strange, uh, strained relationships and family. This is one of the many, many reasons many of my out on the streets, they've lost everything. They're sleeping in woods. They're sleeping in the tree lines of the freeways. They're sleeping in tents. They're on the streets, park benches. And the hidden ones that are sleeping in, like I said, some back or family members, we tend not to see those individuals that are homeless. Are homeless. And until we can correct the problem of homelessness, among our veterans, if we could address the issue of homelessness, uh, then we can reach out to an education where these many transferable skills that many of them have and obtained uh, in the military cannot be realized. And until we address homelessness, neither will education be addressed because they have no address. And the issue of health care, you know, they are the casualties of peace. You know, the end of war doesn't end our obligation to our troops and men and women who sacrifice so much for, for this country. And uh, it, it's estimated that over 13 percent of veterans suffer from some form of uh, mental or alcohol or drug abuse associated uh, with their experience in the war, depression, stress, the inability to I, I am just so fortunate that I, I too have been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. I try not to to share my personal life on that level, but there are times that I do not uh, go to sleep or I wake up seeing dead bodies. Fortunately, I'm strong enough to be able to adjust and get the help. But there are so many, mm -hmm. so many of our men, and I emphasize women, that are suffering in this area from depression and stress. And uh, they're just not getting the help. So we need more organizations like New Vision to help bring to the forefront, you know, the sacrifice of our men and women who've served. And finally, the employment. You know, the government have an obligation, uh, not only the government, but private entities have obligations to reach out and employ these men and women who have come back and have sacrificed so much for country. Uh, we just concluded a major uh, conflict uh in the Middle East, the war on terror and what have you. And there are thousands, thousands of men and women that have returned uh, from that theater uh, with these psychological uh, injuries that needs to be addressed. Do you find that the red tape that everyone's talking about has diminished a little bit or is the red tape still there for the services for our veterans? Well, so much has changed over the years. There's been a lot of adjustments at the Veterans Administration 
Uh, there was a time when a veteran had to wait two and three months to get an appointment at the VA. And uh, a lot of that has changed uh, with the outgoing of the Obama's administration. Uh, the appointments are more readily available now for veterans. But this does not mean that the problem has been solved. I mean, we're still struggling with adequate and proper health care that many of these veterans need. And, and let's face it, that a lot of them, you cannot force many of these on the streets to go and seek the medical attention. And this is where I applaud Major General Gravett for his efforts in creating special outreach for minority. When he was Secretary of Veterans Affairs of California, uh, he had special Blue Ribbon panels uh, outreach to to reach those members of society, the poor and disadvantaged veterans, who tend to be excluded, the blacks, the Hispanics, the Asian women, gays and lesbians, Native American poor whites that were recruited uh, from the, you know, society, and when they return back to society, they tend to disproportionately be the ones that are overrepresented uh, in, in those areas that I talked about. Mm-hmm. No homes, no jobs, no education. We need to do a greater job in, in outreach of those individuals. These are forgotten casualties of peace, uh, the individuals that I just highlighted. Absolutely. Attila, can you tell us again how we can take part in this memorial honor ride and the gas and all the great things that you're doing? Okay. Well, the best thing you could do, um, we are accepting donations on our website uh, for Veterans Outreach OC. Uh, We still have room for riders, so if there's anyone out there that rides a motorcycle and would like to come out and and have some fun um, uh, going on the ride as, as well as um, being a part of the barbecue, you're welcome to do that. We encourage and welcome all active military and veterans to come out to partake and, and receive their free gas between the hours of 8 and 10 a.m. on Monday, Memorial Day. And we also invite the veterans and active military to come and join us for a barbecue lunch. Um, that will be at our location in Huntington Beach on Edinger. And you can go to our website, nuvisionfederal.com, um, to uh, find out more information about how you can participate. Are you riding, uh, you know, this, this, I am not riding. What? <laughs> I've been asked. Uh, <laughs> I am not riding. Um, but, uh, you know, this the conversation recently uh, talking about homelessness brings to mind the very first time we, we did this last Memorial Day, I arrived at the gas station at 6.30 in the morning to set up, and there were already some individuals that were there uh, waiting to get their gas. And one individual in particular uh, stood out because he shared with me how he is homeless and how he spent the night in the parking lot across the street uh, the night before because he wanted to be sure um, to receive his gas that morning. Wow. And... um, it, yeah, <laughs> quite a few of the individuals that come and, and partake of, the, of what we what we offer for um, as far as the gas, and we also did breakfast for Veterans Day. They they are homeless, um, and they have needs. Many of the needs that that the lieutenant colonel has shared, and um, that's part of our our motivation. You know, to get the word out to to let our communities know. Um, what's happening with, with our, our veterans. And we thank you as the media for hosting a forum like this and the, the, the TV uh, stations and what have you to get out and actually identify these things. Major General Gravitt, and I keep mentioning Major General Gravitt, who was the, the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, 
uh, hosted one of the first uh, stand-downs. We have a term in the military called stand-down. Mm -hmm. That means that's an opportunity to put your weapon down and to readjust your life. And, you know, it's, it's a stand-down period. It's a period of rest and relaxation. And Major General Gravit hosts the first, uh, you know, annual stand-down in the state here in California. And it's held uh, annually in San Diego, where men and women and veterans of all walks can come and can seek jobs, can seek opportunities for other opportunities that are not available. So I would like to say this to urge more organizations like New Vision to engage in these periodical periods of stand-down where men and women and veterans can come and can seek these type things we're talking about, you know, shelter. They can seek jobs. They can seek alternatives to health care. They can seek guidance and directions to things such as combat veterans courts where they can be exonerated of many of the petty charges such as, you know, pandering and, you know, uh, indecent exposure and things that they suffer from mental illness associated with their experience in, in, in the military. Lieutenant Colonel Graham, can you talk about your service, how you gravitated towards becoming a lieutenant colonel? Because I, I know that's not an easy task. Not in the Marine Corps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I am so grateful uh, that things have changed today. Uh, why it does not matter. I am a, a black American. I came from a very large family, family of 13. I was Whoa. the first of my family to do to go to college. Yeah, it was a pretty big family. I was number seven. I often told my mother she should have stopped when I was born, uh, and my younger brothers got a little angry at me. But uh, I was the large of the family. I washed dishes and mopped floors, and uh, I was fortunate. But I benefited from uh, the sacrifice of many before me. Uh, when, I'm from back east. I went to college at Temple University, and I was commissioned a second lieutenant uh, in 1979 in the Marine Corps. At a time, it was very difficult for Blacks to get into, particularly among the officers' rank, <clears throat> the Marine Corps. Things have changed tremendously over the years, and I'm so grateful for those who have paved the way. Uh, it wasn't difficult to achieve the rank of lieutenant colonel uh, in an organization like the Marine Corps, but I did persevere. And uh, I'm grateful for that. I'm honored <clears throat> that I was able to serve my country uh, for 21 uh, years. I went on to uh, to go to law school at USC, and uh, I received a doctorate, uh, PhD degree from USC, and I, I'm currently teaching as an adjunct uh, <clears throat> uh, professor at the universities. <clears throat> so I'm just so grateful that I still serve in government, um, and uh, I'm often reminded. And if I can just conclude by saying, you know, as I look at my all the medals and things I've received over the years, that a true hero is not rewarded for the things they receive in life, but a true hero is rewarded for the things they give to others in life. And, and that's where uh, I would like to be recognized for what I do for others and the through the great service of organizations like New Vision. Yes, absolutely. And I'm going to ask you, are you riding? Do you ride a motorcycle? <laughs> I have a motorcycle. Uh, for those out there, that uh, I have a 1200 Honda Goldwing, and I haven't oh. been on it for about three, four, five years. I, I I like to encourage those that participate in the ride uh, on uh, Monday to be safe. Uh, unfortunately, I will not be riding. I will be out in the gas line saluting our proud men and women and uh, thanking them for their service. And I will be uh, one of the speakers at the the celebration memorial that takes place at um, 11 o'clock right down the street from the gas station uh, shortly after the motorcycle ride. But to answer your question, uh, I will not be riding tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I will be walking well, trooping the line and 
thanking my troops. Awesome, awesome. Now, <laughs> Fern, I, I, I must say um, the colonel has been absolutely instrumental in helping us with our gas giveaways. Uh, so uh, he, he, as he mentioned, he'll be at the gas station. He will make sure that our, our, our line is moving um, so that we can, of course, service more cars, and uh, he keeps everyone in order, and we appreciate him for, <laughs> he really does, yeah, yeah, exactly, it, it's absolutely amazing at, at what, what he does and how he's able to support us with our gas giveaway, um, as well as being a part of the ceremony where we will um, pay homage and honor to those, uh, our fallen soldiers, so um I, again, I welcome everyone to come out. It's a great, it's a family event um, uh, at the barbecue and the lunch. Uh, I welcome all um, uh, veterans, active military, and their families to come out uh, for a great time and just a fantastic way to to celebrate and recognize um, so many for their service to our country. Yes. And, and this includes our, our active and retired reservists as well. So you are a part of the military family. And I would also be, be remiss if we didn't thank Rebecca uh, for her uh, diligence and support of the Naval Cadet Program over at Seal Beach. Yes. She has just been just a instrumental in providing support um, to ensure that these veterans are recognized for their diligence and, and their long service to our country. Can you tell us about the uh, that program, the Naval Cadet Program? Well, the Naval Cadet Program, it, it's like the young Marines or the young Naval Cadets. And they are, I think they're ranging from the age of 12 to probably 18, and these are our future veterans. They are the future uh, guardians of freedom. And they uh, selfishly sacrifice. You should see them in uniform. They uh, just proudly wear their uniforms. And they come out on these occasions, and they salute our veterans. They help control traffic. Uh, they just uh, The level of discipline among them is just incredible. And like I say, they're junior high, high school students. It's a super program, and I would urge anyone that uh, – and it's not just among the Navy. The Marine Corps have a similar program as well as the Army and Air Force, uh, the ROTC programs in high school. Mm-hmm. These are potential freedom fighters, the, the, the guardians of freedom. And they come out and they just make this all possible. And like I said, it is, it's just heartfelt to see the tears in the veterans' eyes as they see uh, what's happening on this occasion. I invite you all to come out, if not just to uh, get gas, uh, it's just to, to be a part to wipe a windshield, if that's possible, and to thank them for their service. And again, the free gas giveaway is at Mobile Station at the corner of Beach Boulevard, correct? And Edinger in Huntington Beach, 8 a.m. to that 10 a.m. Fill yes, your gas yes. tanks up for free. <laughs> free! That is correct. And there's still time to sign up and participate for the motorcycle ride. You go to our website, nuvisionfederal.com. To sign up for the ride as well as the barbecue lunch. And Attila, the the ride you said it starts at New Vision Credit Union on Edinger. That is correct. And that then, is correct. The ride will start at at New Vision, and the first stop will be Cook's Corner in Chibuco Canyon. The second stop will be Hell's Kitchen in Lake Elsinore. The third stop will be Swallows Inn in San Juan Capistrano. And the ride will conclude back at our headquarters location, New Vision, on Edinger in Huntington Beach. 
That's great. And And I would just like to say to all those participants to be safe out there doing the ride. We want to see your smiling face as you return back to the New Vision headquarters. Right. And I will add that the barbecue lunch is being catered by the owner of Hell's Kitchen. Um, His name is Frank Opp, also a veteran. And um, he's very pleased to be a part of it, partnering with us on this program and helping to support our, our veterans in active military. That's awesome. Thanks, Frank. That's great. Now, <laughs> <laughs> definitely a true, a true community event. Yeah. We're, we're coming together to, to pay homage and, and, and serve those who serve for us. And you guys definitely are doing it. Attila, can you talk about how you go about choosing organizations that you support? Oh, of course. Our our main focus in the community are centered around youth and military. So those are uh, the two areas where we really try to give back and, and make a difference and, and help to build the lives of our youth for obvious reasons. They are our future. And as well as uh, our military, those who uh, do continue to do so much for us. So what we usually do uh, when someone reaches out to us is we take a look at uh, their history and the, the group that they serve and see if it's a good match for, for our goal and our focus in the community, again, being youth and military. Um, so we look to, uh, again, uh, Frank Opp from Hell's Kitchen is, is a veteran, so he was, he was easy yes. <laughs> for us to, to want to partner with him because he has a big heart for giving back to, to those who serve, for him being a veteran himself. And Lieutenant Colonel Graham, can you talk about a little bit more about the services and supports that local veterans can go out and get help if if need be? Sure. There are many organizations that are out there to uh, private organizations to assist veterans, such as what New Vision is doing, that tends to bring to the forefront needs of our veterans. Uh, Obviously, the VA, for any veteran that has honorably served, and, and of course, we do have veterans that have served and may not be eligible for veteran services for obvious reasons, maybe uh, misbehavior or whatever, but for those that veterans that have served, I mean, the VA is there for any honorable veteran. Uh, of course, our government has changed some things over the years, and, and that's too uh, so unfortunate. Uh, when I I enlisted in the, the military. I was told I get health care for life. Uh, that is not true anymore. All uh, congressional leaders have changed some of the, the layouts of the the uh, qualifications for veterans' medical care. Depending upon your income, you are expected to pay a portion of your health care through the Veterans Administration, which is so unfair. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a transgression uh, of the promise that was made to many of us. Uh, if you earned a certain amount of income, you no longer get free health care. Um, education, uh, there are education programs for veterans, continuing education program. And a lot of this is through the VA and through the Veterans Administration. Uh, the state of California also have uh, an education program. These numbers are available online through the, the various websites. Um, employment, supposedly, uh, your veterans who have audibly served with an audible discharge, are entitled to a preference, a hiring preference in employment. Uh, We talked about the Combat Veterans Court. If you have uh, some type of criminal act on your your personal history that can be expunged uh, from your record to enable you to become more employable, 
that too is possible through the county. Uh, uh, Jackie Lacey, the uh, the district attorney, has a program that one can uh, contact. And I, I, I would like to, to give a number, my personal number, uh, that, that if anyone have a problem, uh, error code 562-925-9706. That's 562-925-9706. Uh, if, if anyone would uh, need to outreach to me personally, uh, you can leave me a message and I will call them back. Uh, so, again, there's a multitude of organizations and programs out there. Uh, the the the, uh, the list is just too long to try to list yeah. them, but many of the government and state agencies, their websites can uh, can help you identify uh, certain organizations that are capable of helping veterans in those areas. Have you seen or do you have an example of a person, a veteran, that received help from an organization that you personally um, connected with? Well, that, again, that list is too long and inexhaustible to list. I personally have helped numerous of veterans to get their benefits. Uh, I just recently helped a, a friend who uh, served in the Vietnam era. He served 28 years as a Los Angeles police officer. And as I mentioned, many of these veterans tend to be men and women and members of the underrepresented minority class that are usually denied, they're not denied, they're just not aware of the fact of these benefits available. Mm -hmm. But to make a long story short, not mentioning the name of this uh, particular veteran, um, he served 28 years with the Los Angeles Police Department. He suffered you know, severe hearing loss, uh, post-traumatic uh, combat stress, and other issues that he'd endured all these years and never been diagnosed. And just recently, uh, he applied for his disability through the Veterans Administration, and he was granted only 10%. 10%. Wow. And now he's in the process of reapplying. And this is often the case where the Veterans Administration has not really been forthright in uh, supporting our veterans with dis long-term disabilities uh, from their honorable service in the military. That I'm proud to have helped this individual at least get his 10%. And we're in the process of appealing for maybe a higher percentage rating. That reminds me, my father went to the doctor uh, in, I think he was around 70 or so, and he was getting a physical and the doctor was looking at his hands and he goes, oh, um, I can't feel the tips of my hands. That was from the Vietnam War. I got frostbite and she was like, oh, you know, as a veteran, you can get help for that. And he was like, no, I did not. <laughs> and and this was, you know, he was later later in his years, you know, and he went and got compensated. It, he was amazed. And, and you know, that, that's an interesting point you raised because a lot of these veterans, especially the Vietnam War, the Veterans Administration has finally acknowledged that there are some presumptive illnesses that are were associated with the Vietnam War. And I have helped so many of the Vietnam War era veterans to get their benefits because our government, and I'm not here to deal on this program to badmouth our government, but I have to tell the truth that our government used uh, defoliage chemical in that theater called Asian Orange. Yes. And many of our veterans that uh, are suffering illness today from high blood pressure to diabetes and other presumptive illnesses. And prostate cancer. And there's a whole list of them. I know. Yes. Yeah, so mm -hmm. if you are a Vietnam uh, veteran, you are entitled to some special uh, compensation based on the, there's a just presumptive list of illnesses that if you suffer, you are entitled to uh, disability and medical treatment. 
So I urge you mm-hmm. to contact the Veterans Administration. Again, my number, Erico, at 562-925-9706. Again, that's 562-925-9706. If I can help guide you, uh, as particularly the Vietnam-era veterans, uh, please uh, don't hesitate to call and leave me a message, and I will call you back. Mm-hmm. And, Laferne, I'd like to share um, one of the reasons why... New Vision it does host these programs for, for veterans in active military. Um, I mentioned earlier that we offered free gas as well as breakfast this past Veterans Day, and um, we support Veterans Outreach OC. And at the breakfast, there was an individual that shared that he was homeless, and the Veterans Outreach uh, CEO and director was there and and was able to provide a, a bed and a home for that veteran. Wow. So that's why we do what we do. If yes. it, made, it made a difference in one life, then, you know, our job is done. So, uh, again, I'm very, very fortunate and proud to work for a company that is committed to giving back, and, and it allows us the opportunity to host such events that brings awareness to the need that our veterans in active military have. Yeah, and that's one thing I love that you said we helped one person, and that's fantastic. How do you guys get from being overwhelmed with the amount of need that is out there? Well, let let me just say, these are proud men and women, and I have to keep emphasizing women because we often forget the sacrifice that our women They were there on the front lines at the very beginning. If you go back and look at your history of the the American Revolutionary War, they they were out there, you know, uh, uh, on the front line with the men at times. But, uh, you know, these are proud men and women. They're not looking necessarily just for a handout or just a free tank of gas, you know, on special occasions. They're looking for an opportunity to be empowered and to give them an opportunity to get their lives get back into the mainstream of life. And I'm not saying that a, a tank of gas doesn't get, get them to a job interview or get them to the next, uh, you know, the next destination. Those things are very important. Uh, we just need more organizations. And we just can't rely on our government and our local mayors to do this. They're looking for an opportunity to be empowered again and to get back into uh, the mainstream of life uh, as a result of many injuries that they have endured in the service of freedom in this country. So uh, I am a very committed person. I am a still government employee. I teach, I'm an adjunct professor, and I'm committed, you know, almost 24-7. But I find time to to give back to those proud men and women that serve me. Uh, We all are eternally in the red. Someone, somewhere, help us get where we got today. Mm -hmm. And we have a debt of gratitude that we owe it, especially to those who made our lives a little simpler through the cause of freedom. Uh, As I said at the onset of this program, freedom is not free. Someone paid a price or have uh, continued to pay a price to make that possible. And so we owe them something. We we must cut a a time schedule in our lives to help serve those who have served us. Yes, absolutely. With that, I was thinking, you know, we... With all, I'm not, I'm not getting political, but with all the things that are happening in our community in and around the world, I think more programs like this, where the community gets together and they they help and they assist with, you know, homelessness and with veterans and all that, 
is becoming more localized. So we're helping our brothers and sisters. And that's how we're going to, I see how we're going to get things done in right. an easier fashion in, in now and in the future, being local and getting together. Do you th- see a change? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I just invite that we not use special occasions like Veterans Day and Memorial Day as an opportunity to showcase uh, the sacrifice that men and women and veterans have paid this country. But as uh, General Peter Gravitt has done, we need more stand downs. And like I say, stand down is a military term to put your weapon down and uh, let's reorganize, let's regroup psychologically and physically. And, and it's. It should be something that should be sponsored uh, as these job fairs that are given by major organizations. We need a standard. Uh, we need occasional military stand downs to help identify uh, these homeless veterans, and, and I think everyone deserves a, a, a shelter and a decent income and housing and food and medical care. But uh, I, I'm just saying our veterans deserve a little special attention because. Uh, We sleep at night in comfort knowing that there is some man, some woman that is standing guard as a night watchman to preserve over our freedom while we sleep. They've paid this this cost and we owe them something in return for standing watch. Attila, I know that, you know, we talked about you work with uh, students and you guys recently held the essay contest. And when you go and participate in the schools, do you see... The, do you see the future in our youth now where they are taking the role as a leader? Oh, definitely, definitely. It, it's um, one school in particular uh, during our financial workshop, they uh, we came a little early, so we were at the con- we were able to witness the conclusion of their meeting and they were running that meeting so smoothly and, and so, um, intelligently, and and just I was very, very, very proud to to hear that that they are youth maintain such a such a responsible, such a, uh, a meaningful meeting that was relevant that really addressed the areas that they were uh, their goals and, and needed to be addressed, and um, they. They're taking their their future serious. They they want to be different. They want to be responsible. They want to be leaders. They want to give back. Uh, at every school, I, I've shared with many students, and they really want to give back. They like the idea that that New Vision is giving back to them, and and we're inspiring them to want to give back to their communities. Uh, it's actually uh, been a very very moving experience for for us as well as for them. And if I could also add to that, and I mentioned it earlier, that New Vision has uh, committed themselves in, in a very small way of looking at our naval cadets uh, over at the, uh, the the Seal Beach under the leadership of Rebecca to. Uh, look at ways to which they can inspire these potential young men and women of the future that will likely go on uh, to take up the guide arm of leadership in the military. Uh, and if you just want to see the, the level of leadership that you're inquiring about, just come out to the gas giveaway uh, on Monday and just see the level of leadership of these young men and women in uniform of how they have inspired to go on to become future leaders uh, in our armed services. That's great. And Attila, give us the rundown of how we can uh, participate in the gas giveaway for our military veterans. Okay. 
Okay. Well, first off, you can go to our website, newvisionfederal.com. We are encouraging all local veterans, active military, and their families to come out. Um, the gas giveaway will begin at 8 a.m. at Beach Mobile, right on the corner of Beach and Edinger in Huntington Beach. We'll be pumping gas from 8 to 10 a.m. And uh, the lines can get a little long, so we encourage everyone to come, come early. Um, again, we pump gas into hundreds of cars, so uh, we welcome everyone, all active veterans and um, sorry, active military and veterans to come out. And also go to our website to uh, register for the ride as well as the barbecue. Yes. In you, hey, let me, I have to keep emphasizing. I have to keep emphasizing now. This does not exclude all active reservists who may have gone Thank to cut and. Uh, <laughs> so she's not slighting you. Yeah. you. Just I have to make it clear. This is available to all active duty, retired, active reservists, retired reservists. You too have served and answered the call of freedom and have augmented the national uh, military forces in combat. So you two are welcome. Yes, yes, yes. And to to get further gas to take part of that, we do check identification. So your active military cards, your VA cards, your DD-214, whether it be a card or the actual paper, um, American Legion cards, those are the uh, types of identification that we do verify before we, we give the gas. Awesome. Okay, and the gas is pumped by New Vision team members. We have our team members that are volunteering to pump gas. Our naval cadets, they assist us with traffic. They also assist us with cleaning the windshields while the gas is being pumped. And we really do just have a great time interacting and sharing with, with our um, veterans and our active military and uh, reservists. And we invite everyone to, to come out and, be, and partake of this. It's a great event. Yes, indeed. And Lieutenant Colonel Graham, if you can leave us with a, a bit of advice for maybe veterans that, out there that need to get help or assistance, what would you say? Well, again, I, I'd like to start by giving you my personal phone number and conclude with that number. Uh, you know, if you don't get an answer, I will call you back, leave your name and number and the problem that you might have. Uh, it's uh, Eric with 562-925-9706. If I can't find the answer, I'll find someone that can get it to help you out. Um, but uh, you can start with your, uh, your Veterans Administration. They have liaisons at the VA to help and guide you. Uh, sometimes it seems uh, kind of bureaucratic to cut the chase, but uh, the Veterans Administration, the VA hospitals, uh, your your California Veterans Administration uh, organizations, there's a lot of private organizations out there that provide guidance. I will try to help you with everything from home, uh, finding a shelter, to uh, assisting you in the direction of obtaining your benefits, of obtaining education and retraining. Uh, healthcare is a crucial issue of guiding you in that direction, and equally important, uh, important employment. Uh, so, uh, I, I'd like to conclude by giving you again my number, Eric Cook five six two nine two five nine seven zero six. 
Great. Thank you. Thank you both for joining me today. And I want to, again, give a shout out to the essay contest winner for New Vision. And it was John Garcia of Sher High School. He received 16,000 votes. And again, thank you so much, Miss Attila Morgan, Manager of Community Engagement PR for New Vision Federal Credit Union and United States Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel Kenneth Graham, retired. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. I'm LaFern Cusack. This is ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.